Hi there, this is Watchin, and you are now listening to the I Choose the Ladder podcast, a podcast for Black women on the corporate climb. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about preparing for your annual career year-end review. It is that time of the year again where we are looking at what we accomplished. We're starting to set new goals for the new year, and I think, unfortunately, most of us do this without taking the time to look at the data from the current year to figure out what worked, what did we enjoy, what didn't we enjoy, what do we want more of, and how can we actively do that? And so this podcast is dedicated to exactly that. First, I want us to take some time to pause and just celebrate all of the things that we have accomplished this year, all of the wins that we've had, all of the all of the obstacles that we overcame, all of the support that we received, all of the dreams that we had that were realized, right? I think sometimes we get so caught up in achieving and doing that we don't take a moment to just look at how far we've come. And so I want you to start there. Take some time to celebrate what you accomplished this year. What's something that you didn't think you could do, but now looking back, you're on the other side of it. Um, Is it a promotion? Is it setting boundaries? Is it more self-care and a more balanced and integrated work-life relationship? Is it traveling, more exposure, more visibility? Um, Is it joining more leadership organizations? Anything that you did that you feel incredibly proud of, write it down, take some time, celebrate it. Because again, we have to reward ourselves for the things that we do to energize ourselves enough to keep going, right? We talk about the fact that Your career is a marathon and not a sprint, and you're going to need the energy and the stamina to see through years and years of consistent, excellent work. And so taking these moments, and I would I would encourage you to do that more than just once a year, but taking these moments to acknowledge um, that you are stronger than you thought or that you gave yourself credit for, that you are smarter, that you are more innovative, that you are more of a problem solver, that you have grown and that you have closed certain gaps and you've developed and you've helped nurture and groom other people for success, those are things that definitely deserve being celebrated. Um, If you know about the podcast, you know that's something that we talk about a bunch is imposter syndrome. And I was listening to a podcast around the difference between men and women having imposter syndrome. And the author said um, that I'm sorry, the host said, um, there is no data that supports that men and women have uh, different rates of imposter syndrome, but what there is data to support is that the implications for men and the implications for women when it comes to imposter syndrome and how it impacts them and their work, there is definitely data to say that the implications are very different for men and for women. And so one of the recommendations was celebrating your successes. If you're someone who struggles with imposter syndrome, it is imperative that you remind yourself frequently of all the things that you've done and all the things that you've accomplished, not to brag, but to remind yourself of what you're capable capable of. Now, you all know that I have no problems with you all bragging. I encourage it all the time. It's not bragging, it's stating facts of what you've accomplished. And so make sure you're taking the time to do that. But in terms of your annual career review, it's really focusing on what changed for you professionally in the last year, right? So were there decisions that you made intentionally that helped you move forward or move or change directions that you want to make sure you uh, memorialize so that you can go back to and see what it is that you did, the steps that you took and the results that um, that it brought forward for you? right? You also want to acknowledge any of the lessons that you learned um, during the year, right? So we all make mistakes. If you're not making mistakes, you're probably not learning anything new, right? Because there's a learning curve when you're doing anything new that's going to naturally lead to things not being perfect or not being necessarily how you thought it would be in the beginning because you are learning. But the, the goal of that is not to focus necessarily on you know, where you drop the ball, it's to focus on the lessons and the things that you're going to take away because you were able to to get through a mistake or you were able to navigate something that was new or difficult. And then um, you obviously want to talk about the wins and the, the things that you did that helped move you forward. So if you're celebrating 
um, if the things that you're celebrating are the same every year, maybe this year it's time to look at how you can push yourself out of your comfort zone, how you can encourage yourself to grow, um, and how you can challenge yourself to do more that leads you closer to alignment professionally, right? So this doesn't mean you have to go and get a degree or do something that's wild and crazy, but it's, have I gotten comfortable, right? Have I been in a space where everything comes easily because I'm not really stretching myself. And there are seasons of your career that you kind of need to just be coasting because life demands or other demands may be taking up a bulk of your energy. But that is not a forever season, right? That is a season that changes. And so asking yourself, have you been in this coasting season for a little too long? And is it time to see what you're capable of? Is it time to put your foot on the gas a little bit just to give yourself the momentum that's necessary to do whatever it is that's next. I can't answer that for you. I know for me, that's just, I've come out of a coasting-ish season. And I know y'all make fun of me all the time that my coasting doesn't really look like coasting, but it's coasting for me. And it's 2023 is a very pivotal year for I Choose a Ladder. It's our third full year of being um, in business. It'll be my third full year of being a full-time entrepreneur. And we have goals for the business that I think are, um, imperative to hit and we I know that we are capable of it we have a team that can do it and so making sure that I am pushing myself out of my comfort zone to do the things in the business that I don't necessarily love but I know are necessary in order to move us forward um and then looking at your your um at your kind of full scope of your career is there a part of your professional life right now that you feel like is in shambles right is it Something that's making you feel out of control. I know that we can't control everything. But if there are places professionally that you saw this year that every time you came up against it, there was resistance, you didn't know what to do, you kind of uh, got a little insecure, maybe you got a lot of stress and anxiety, identifying those areas can help you plan for them and also figure out what resources and what help you need to ask for in order to conquer for lack of a better word to conquer that area and so identifying those key areas doesn't make you weak it just gives you an opportunity to to have other thought partners in the work that you're doing as you develop as a professional so what are the areas that are kind of in shambles that you want to make sure that when you come up against it next year or the next time whether it's next year or in five years that you are better prepared to to, to take uh, to to take it on and then I would say the the last thing that I want you all to be thinking about and being really intentional about this year is what your professional brand is and if you've taken the professional branding workshop you know that we say that your professional brand is what people are saying about you when you are not in the room right so it's not what you think about yourself it's not you know the cute little websites that we put because all of the decisions about our careers are made when we are not in the room. And so you want to make sure that the things and the, the attributes that people have associated with you are the ones that you want to be associated with you, right? So for me, it's important that people talk about me having integrity. It's um, important for me that people talk about the level of excellence that I deliver when they engage with me. It's important uh, to me that people talk about my ability to innovate, right? And so in my actions, I try to make sure that I'm doing things that would justify or back up those attributes about me. And I also am consistent in how I show up. And so if you are not aware of what your personal brand is, you wanna start asking questions, you wanna to talk to old mentors, you wanna to talk to colleagues, you wanna to talk to old bosses, and see what the themes are that come up about you, right? And if the th if the consistent messaging about you is is what you want it to be, you want to find out like why they think those things about you. Like, what did you do? What encounter did they have with you that made them feel like that was that is who you are? Um, and then continuing to do those things. If the consistent messaging about you is not what you like or not what you want, right? Like, so if it's oh she's a hard worker, but nobody says that you're a leader right or that doesn't come up and you are aspiring for a leadership role you might want to think about in the places where you're working hard are there ways to assert yourself as a leader are there ways to take on parts of projects 
that then put a a leadership spotlight on you. So then people start to identify you with that specific trait or characteristic. And I think as you do your year in, you know that I choose a lot of, we have a a year in review um, free ebook that you can use to help as a companion. And it walks you through a lot of this stuff. But here's what I want to caution against for, for 2023. We've gone through a really, really tough two years. There have been so many things that have happened, so many incredibly traumatic things. And the consistent messaging that I'm getting from all of my friends is that people are exhausted. People are tired. People are needing a break. People, and I am people, right? So I'm not just talking, this is not just hypothetical. If you follow me on Instagram, you know, I've been talking about fatigue and being physically tired for years and it's just gotten worse over the last maybe like 12 months but there is there is a tendency at the beginning of the year to have these really ambitious goals that don't include self and I've realized that if you don't take care of yourself it's going to be almost impossible to hit those goals in a way that you feel good about or that you're even that you're even present enough to enjoy when you get to the end of next year. And so at the top of your list, I think, or I'm recommending that your goals center around self first. How do you pour into yourself more? And I know this is hard for folks who are parents or caregivers or, you know, have a lot of responsibility, um, whether it's to their families, extended or immediate. It's hard and it's a lot. But if you can't be good to yourself, you're no good for anyone else. And there is no glory in having other people talk about all of the things that you've done for them while you are like slowly deteriorating and killing yourself, right? And so I wanna encourage all of us, everyone in the I Choose a Ladder family, to prioritize self in 2023. Be a little bit more selfish with your time, right? So for me, I've started to go to bed way earlier than I ever thought possible because I got an aura ring and the ring says that I need to be in bed for a certain number of hours in order to get a certain number of hours of sleep because I wake up a lot, blah, blah, blah. There's a bunch of things. There are a bunch of reasons for that, right? Last night, I think I was in bed by 9.30 and you all know that I'm a night owl. I can work until two, three in the morning and have kind of bought into the, the narrative that, you know, You have to do all these things and work these crazy hours and sleep when you're dead and blah, blah, blah. And over the years, I've slowly started to be like, yeah, no, that doesn't ring true for me. I don't think that that's how I'm going to get to success. Yes, I work hard. I maximize the number of hours that I'm, I maximize what I'm doing in the hours that I'm working. But if I don't get enough rest, my body simply cannot perform at the level that I need it to when I'm awake. And so I stay up and the quality of the work's not the same and all of those things. And so for me, it's it's literally focusing on how do I nourish my mind and my body in a way that allows me to accomplish the lofty goals that I have set for myself. Let me tell y'all, 2023 is going to be an amazing year if I choose a ladder because I don't have a choice. Um, and also that's it's a desire of my heart, right? It's the next chapter of the organization. And so for me, it's a matter of how do I best position myself to, to live the life of my wildest dreams in 2023? And I, I encourage you to ask yourself the same question. What, does the, what do your wildest dreams for 2023 look like? And what is it going to require of you? Who do you need to be or become in order to be the person that lives that kind of a life, that has that kind of a career, right? And as you write those things down, it is important that yourself and your self-care is at the center and at the core of that because you don't want to get to somewhere where you're so sick that you can't do something. I was listening to a podcast this morning and now I can't remember the guy's name. Forgive me. I'll find it. But they were talking about a guy who was, he was a black guy who was um, determined to outwork a machine, right? And he worked and he worked and he worked and Ultimately, he ended up being able to outwork the machine, but then he died because of the amount of work and labor and the physical toll that it took on his body. Um, 
And I don't think that that's what we aspire for. We don't want to be so miserable and so jaded and so bitter and so scorned and so tired and having ruined all of our relationships that when we get to the dream life, it actually turns out to be a nightmare for us. And that's what I want to caution us against for 2023. I want us all to live the life of our wildest dreams, but I want us to be present enough to enjoy it right when we get there. And so does this mean don't be ambitious? Absolutely not. I'm an ambitious person. I have the craziest goals. I'm like, when people say like, God can dream big, uh, God dreams bigger for you than you uh, dream for yourself. I'm always like, mm, I wonder what he has planned because my, my goals, what I see, my dreams, my life to me seem astronomical. So if it's bigger than what I'm seeing, baby, get ready because it's about to go down, right? But for, for me, it's I want to be able to enjoy it. I want to be enjoying it with my friends and my loved ones. I want to have relationships that are rich and nurtured and, and that I've poured into and developed. And so that is my hope for you all, that this year, as you start to think about your career and your planning for 2023, that you take a look back and use the data from this year and last year to inform what you're going to do in 2023. As always, y'all, if you want to keep the conversation going, you can connect with me on Instagram at I see you watching with the company on Instagram at I choose the ladder. You can also connect with us on LinkedIn at I choose the ladder. And until next time, thank you for listening.
I told you all Tara was going to be amazing, but you know that I love to end every single episode with my top three gems, and so here we go. First one, my mouth literally dropped open when she said this. If you are going to be a unicorn, you might as well put on a show. I think oftentimes when we are different or when we're the only, we try to do everything to uh, blend in and fit in as not to draw extra attention to ourselves. But if you are going to be there, you might as well put on a show and I'm gonna remember that for as long as I am alive because I think it's such great advice. The second part of that is, uh, the second gem that I got was around being assertive about what you want, right? And and using your voice to advocate for yourself and understanding um, the power that you have and not giving that over um, as you decide what is best for you and what is best for your career. And I think the last thing that I learned, because Tara has been at her job and with her current company for so long, is that there's always an opportunity, if you are in the right company, to redefine your career, right? If you are a high performer and someone who has great relationships internally, I mean, you work in an environment that values you, you don't necessarily always have to leave. You can find ways to reinvent yourself, reinvigorate your career, and and create a career that you absolutely love. And so... Hopefully that gives you all some um, something to think about if you are feeling a little bit stuck is how can you, uh, what is within your power to reinvigorate your career and who do you need to connect with in order to make that happen? As always, if you want to keep the conversation going, you can connect with us on Instagram at I Choose the Ladder, also on LinkedIn at I Choose the Ladder. And until next time, thank you for listening.